Hello, welcome to episode 23 of the unofficial Hunter Hunter podcast. Diego has to go to date, so we have to do this quickly. I'm joined yes. by Diego and Bullet Beast. Hey guys. And What's happening? They are going to talk about episode 20 of Hunter Hunter because it's early and I usually don't watch it until 8.30. So I've got nothing to say. So take it away. All right. So um, we actually start off with a what was a little cover story on the manga volume between Gon and his father and Gon reaching out and falling through uh, the cracks for not being able to make it to the hunter exam. And I thought that was actually kind of cool because I went back and read the volume and or the chapter specifically that this talked about. And it really is just one panel and it shows like Gon reaching out for Jin. And then Jin not even looking back. And then the next the next panel just shows Gon waking up like he just had a nightmare. And I thought oh, that was pretty cool. I didn't even yeah, realize yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, you really have to go back and really look at that. But um, at first, you know, when I looked at it, it really looked like it was just like a like a like the typical art things that he does, you know, in the beginning of chapters. But clearly, here in the anime, they they took that aspect and they put it in here because I don't think this was addressed in the very first anime series either. Right, I don't recall him waking up from that. Yeah, I don't remember that. So, Gon wakes up, and then he looks over, and he sees Hitotsu just sitting there, uh, reading a book, I think is what he was doing. And he's like, yep, you know, this is after, this is the final exam. And then Hitotsu moves his chair over really creepily (laughs) over there towards (laughs) Gon. (laughs) Like, he doesn't just get up and move the chair, he, like, does it step by step. Lazy. Right. And uh, he explains to Gon that his arm is broken, but that it'll heal really quickly because it's a clean break. Uh, thanks to Hanzo being, I guess, you know, gentle when he broke his arm. Like, I, like the way he explained it, like, he would have been like, yeah, you know, it's going to be okay. Your arm's broken, but thanks to Hanzo being a badass, it was a clean break, so it'll be okay. It's all good. He's a ninja. Right. And because he's a ninja, he broke it so badly that it's actually going to heal it better and become stronger. Yep. And it's like, okay. Uh, so Satosu reaches out his arm and he's like, Congratulations, you're a hunter now. And Gon's like, What? And then Satosu's like, Here, don't leave me hanging. So he grabs his hand <laughs> and then, like, makes him shake his hand and tells him, You know, you know, just as someone who, can't, who has failed the exam can no longer pass, someone who passes can no longer fail. So here is your folder. With ha- that has all your stuff, you know, in it, and uh, he opens it up, uh, and it's got the little card on the side, and like I guess it's I'm gonna take a wild guess and say that on the other side is like the Ten Commandments, right? I mean, this is clearly stuff from the future, but that would be really cool. Like that makes sense. Yeah, that would be. You know what? There's enough stuff there. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But um, Satotsu goes and explains about the aspect of being a hunter and about how hunters nowadays are revered as very uh, powerful people, mainly because of the things that their predecessors did. And so a lot of individuals seek out these uh, to become a hunter to get the glory and the praise uh, and basically a lot of the uh, perks that come with being a hunter. And he says that uh, this type of... uh, uh, admiration and uh, status brings in a lot of unwanted 
people to the test that are looking to do this just to get an advantage on the world around them. And that if it wasn't for these people, that they would, you know, accept every person who applied. Sadly, that's not the case. So they have to have the test. And I think after he explains this, this is where he finally does that. But he gives them the card. And on one side, like I said, it's like these page with paragraphs of, of stuff. It just looks like there's writing. And then on the other side, it's just the card. And that, um, you know, he says that most most people prefer or treat this card more valuable than their own lives. And that you want to become a uh, accomplished hunter, uh, you make it your own. Like what you want to do is up to you now from this point forward. And I think Gon kind of like is taken back and kind of realizes, well, okay, what do I want to accomplish? And I thought it was kind of interesting how um, Satotsu kind of like gives him the the card. And he says that, you know, no matter what you choose to do, I have total faith in your judgment, you know, based on solely just the, the test. Like, he's never met Gon before. I mean, granted, he saw images of Jin in him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has complete and utter faith in him and Gon. And so he gives him the card, which I don't know as an adult what that speaks about him. Like, if you as an adult, you know, you give this 12-year-old kid, like, here you go. This basically allows you to just go out there and do whatever the hell you want. You could sell it and become super rich and filthy and like and wealthy, you know, because that's what you can do with those. A lot of people will pay money for it, or you can just go out there and get yourself killed. Have fun. I think it's because it's just such a the hunter hunter organization. Um, it's just such a crazy place in in the first place that the, they could just be like, you know what. I mean, uh, if you're a kid, go ahead. It's clear that they they value sort of being able to figure out the world on your own. So, if you were good enough to stay alive this long, you're probably good enough to have all the responsibility that having this card will entail. That's probably why I gave it to him. Yeah, but I mean, clearly it was a board decision. Um, it wasn't just a totsu; it was everybody uh, agreed the chairman and all the examiners. So, um, gone asked Satotsu, you know, what happened, you know, the, with everything is like, is the exam still going on? And Satotsu says, no, it's over. Uh, you basically slept for a whole day. You missed everything. So now I'm going to tell you exactly what happened, uh, you know, through flashback. And I know some people got mad at that. Um, we were looking at some boards and some comments being made on this episode about, you know, being um, how the fights were explained via retrospective, but that's how the manga was written, and it makes sense because you know we saw him get knocked out, we saw Gon get knocked out, and part of the match, you know, or part of the story is basically told through Gon's eyes as we get to see that um, he is the main character, so we get to see what he sees. Uh, so it's a very good story mechanism to be like, okay, he got knocked out, but shit still happened when he wasn't around. So now we have a character coming in and explaining to him, you know, what happened while he was not part of the story. And, um, I don't know, he mentioned something about orientation and then gone asks, you know, who failed. And then at that point we get little flashbacks of, or not little flashbacks, but like snippets of blood on the ground blood on a hand, blood on a shoe, and then a person down, and then we see Killua 
covered in blood. And Satotsu says his name. And Gon kind of can't believe it. Yeah, I have a feeling. I have a feeling that just used up like all the all the blood they're allowed to use for like the whole season. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, dude. They used a lot. uh, When no, they didn't use a lot. Sorry, they used some last episode when Gon was getting his ass kicked out or the shit be out of him. And then he had like blood down his face. But yeah, I know that was a lot more blood than we're used to seeing. But. He immediately, like, gone wants to ask, you know, why it happened? Why did it go down like that? And Satoza says, well, I have to tell you exactly from the very beginning to see, to tell you what, what occurred. So it's like, you got knocked out. And then Hanso or basically says, you know, hey, um, if he wakes up, he's probably going to refuse his, his license because he's stubborn like that. So whatever, he moves on. And the next fight that occurred was, um, God, who was the next fight? I haven't gotten to that point yet in the That's episode. It's going to be uh, Kurapika and Hisoka. Oh, right. Cause I do. Shows- I would like to mention, though, beforehand, Killua gets yeah. all uh, pissy and bitchy. He's like, well, oh. Hanzo, why'd you let him win? Oh, and right. Hanzo says, right. Bas- Hanzo says that, you know, when he when you torture someone... It is. It often happens that you know the person that you're torturing, they develop feelings of anger towards you and aggression, and you can see that in their eyes. Hondo, he said he's been trained to accept this to make um, torture easier on on yourself as the person who's applying torture. And he said, but when I did it to Gun, he had none of those feelings. And he said, you know, it's just because of the the look in his eyes is why I just said, well, forget it. You know, you win. Clearly your will is higher than mine. And then that, that pretty much just shuts Killua up. Yeah. And at that point, I think he understands why he was placed below Gon, even though he doesn't like to admit it. He just bitch slapped him. Hansel's like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> Everyone looks at him, too, with, like, condescending eyes. He's like, and what, bitch? I'm a ninja. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, yeah. So Totsu even explains it, you know, Hansel said himself, you know, and then at that point, the second match began, and it was Kurapika versus Hisoka. And, you know, clearly thinking from what we've seen both these characters do, that this is going to be, like, an intense fight, and shit's about to go down. And so we see, like, them fighting, and and Kinda. action sequence, right? I mean, it's just like frame <laughs> here, frame there, and then like all of a sudden they're moving really fast. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a punch being thrown, and then Hisoka like magically appears next to uh, Kilo or uh, to Kurapika, and he like whispers in his ear, and then Kurapika freezes, and then and like some Kilo- Kenny G starts playing. Right, dude. <laughs> the music. I totally forgot to mention this. The music in this oh. episode was awesome like i yes. like the new the new scores that they were putting in the um the saxophone theme that you were talking about with the kenny g thing like i thought it was awesome i totally forgot about that um and then later on there's like this weird like when Illumi's fighting with like chorus i guess someone who someone i think it was a trick or someone on twitter mm-hmm. said that it was uh one-winged angel 
Oh uh, yeah, that I could I could see where he's coming from. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's very much like like that song and or during like the the chorus part. And I thought that was really well done. And it was really like I liked the new mu- like the new music that was added in this episode. Yeah, so at least they're doing one thing right. Right. Exactly. I mean, if um, if if people don't believe, you know, it's they're doing it completely wrong. They gotta ad- at least admit that the music is spot on. Well, you know, um, when it's again, when it's not child's party music, right? I, again, they're at least doing the they're following the storyline that was in the manga. Mm-hmm. Um, something the original anime kind of took liberties with. They kind of did their own thing. Um, but yeah, maybe it's not as violent as the manga is at times. But there's still some blood. But the music is not is actually being it's getting better as episodes are getting further along, so it definitely has uh, promise there. But then um, Hisoka basically, after he whispered something in uh, Kurapika's ear, uh, says he gave up, and we don't know what he whispers or what he actually says, and then he walks away. Basic, uh, so that leaves Kurapika as a winner, and he passes the exam. Then the next person that fight, or the next people that fight, is uh, Poco mm-hmm. and Hanzo. Yes. And sir. Hanzo basically goes up to Poco and does the same thing as gone. And Poco, being the little bitch that he is, gives up though. Mm-hmm. As soon as as soon as I saw him, like on the floor in that arm lock, I just heard like the doom doom. It's like Hisoka with it's like not Hisoka, but Hanzo with complete rape face. Like if you just look at that frame, like when he's just holding him down, like mm-hmm. Poco was not liking that butt rape at all. Yeah, Hanzo's like, I'm not playing this game again, like with John. <laughs> you better give up. <laughs> yeah. It's like sorry. So then he's like, he wins and he's done. So then the next people that fight is Hisoka and Bodoro. And once again we get Bodoro uh going all out and Hisoka is just fucking around with him just kind of avoiding all his hits and everything and uh, he actually punches him uh, he grabs his arm and like, I actually thought that was really well animated too mm-hmm. like where his punch like lands on his face and his face goes all contorted mm-hmm. and then he kicks him up in the air um, yeah, yeah, I do like um, before, right before um, he slammed on the floor where it's like he does the punch that just naturally as he spins leads into a kick right that was really it, awesome and then the the next one where it's like an elbow to the gut and then like another punch to the face and then another uh punch down towards the ground and like this whole entire time Bador is just like getting his ass kicked and uh, his face is just bleeding and while Bador's on the ground his goes up to him again and says something and whispers something in his ear what that is we don't know once again and then uh bodoro surrenders immediately afterwards um so i'm not really sure uh what his has been doing but now his is a hunter he basically passed his exam the next we had poco versus killua and killua being the arrogant bastard that he is just straight up walks away before the match even gets started because he's you know cocky and he's like no nah, you know what i'm not really interested in fighting you poco it's you're like you're lame <laughs> You're a bitch character. I'm cool. You know, no, whatever. So, the next person that we then uh, that's supposed to that was supposed to fight was Leorio versus uh, Bodoro. However, Bodoro, being weak and not capable of going right away, 
Liara is like, hey, you know what? To make this even and fair, let's you know, let's have a little break so Bodora can get better from his injuries, and then uh, let's have Killua and Gitaraka, uh face each other. So then they start fighting, and Killua was like, all right, fine, I actually have to fight this guy now. And then he takes a step forward, and as soon as he takes a step forward, uh, this is where that music starts playing, right? If I remember yes. correctly. And uh, then Gitaraker starts saying, you know, he's like, it's been too long, Killua. And then Killua freezes for a little bit. He's like, what? Who the fuck are you? Like, I don't know you. And then he starts taking off the pins. And there, once he, he's done, it's Illumi. And Killua, like, he doesn't, he has, like, shock face. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here, Illumi? And he doesn't know, obviously we don't know who this character is yet until this moment when we find out it's his older brother and the animation when Killua like just he realizes who it is like his eyes a close up on his eyes and his mouth and everything mm-hmm. Run, done really well like the shading I really liked it a lot it was really awesome yeah I love this like he's just quivering that was really animated well yeah and after that we get a commercial after Illumi is revealed and we get to learn that in Hunter speak, Alumi is spelled dot Jew dot column. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> or if you see the the kanji or katakana, whatever that is underneath mm-hmm. it, it it looks like he just literally took the J and then the 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 letter that the, those two letters that are underneath it, mm-hmm. and then he just made it like a J and a U, and then the other ones are like Turning switched sideways. up, right. <laughs> Yes. But um, we come I, back I from... somehow think I feel like it's not that thought out. Like maybe for the anime they thought it out, but I don't think. Maybe like... for all... no, it's just I think it's just lazy. It's yeah. just like okay, this looks this looks remotely similar. Yeah, whatever. maybe for us it looks like mysterious because we don't know kanji or mm-hmm. katakana or whatever. But it's I'm sure, yeah, but I'm sure that if you were to read it. And if you'd read Japanese, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I could see how he made that up. You know, it'd be like adding an A and then, like, putting a cross all the way through it down the middle. And it'd be like, oh, man. That's or so... it would be like um, Pig Latin, right. which is tremendously lazy. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, let's just, you know, take the, the first syllable and put it at the end of the word and add an A. And that's a whole language because children are dumb. Yeah. And then uh, we get uh, a really funny moment here when Illumi tells Killua that, you know, he's like, I, I heard that you beat mom. And, uh, and uh, God, I can't remember fat brother right now. Maluki. Maluki, thank you. And Leora's like, yeah, anyone. It's like, you made mom cry. And Leora's like, yeah, anyone would cry if their son did that to them. And then he's like, she was crying tears of joy. <laughs> 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 he was crying from the pleasure. Yeah, and, like, and then Leo was like, oh. no. It's like, your family's weird. Yeah, but they don't and know that yet. throw a blanket over because she started doing creepy things. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we found out that um, Illumi's here to get a license for his next job. Uh, and he asked Killo, he's like, well, why do you want to, why are you here? And he's like, look, I don't want to be a hunter. I just didn't want to do it for a challenge. And Illumi's like, okay, well, that's a good thing, you know. Then I have some advice for you. It's like, you're not cut out to be a hunter. And then it goes like this weird, creepy, like, purple, like, eye staring contest. 
Yeah, just turn where... it to the twilight zone. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then you get like a really, really close up on Illumi's eyes, and it's like words being twirled into this, uh, like, um, God, whirlwind. I guess is how you would re- like how you would describe it as. Yeah, kind of like a whirlpool. Right, and like the whole entire screen, like once again turns purple and starts spinning too, and goes in and out of focus. And I thought that was a really good directorial like direction for that scene. Like clearly, Hisoka or not Hisoka, but uh, Killua is not fucking feeling at home here. Like he has no idea what's happening right now. He's not. He made a mistake by not beating Pogel when he should have beat Pogel. Yep. Yep. Arrogance once again. Yeah, Pogel was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you would have been a hunter, and you wouldn't have to get talked to like this by your brother. Yeah. And because uh, you're obviously terrified of him, it's but... like oh, it's like this teeth chattering guy who speaks in auto tune. He won't be nothing. Oh God! Yeah, it's like it's, it's my, my brother. Uh, but you know what I thought of is like, shouldn't he realize that it's him because the little pins, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think he thinks that far. I think he thought that his brother would like never track him here because I think he felt really confident because. Killer was nothing if not confident. Oh right, yeah, that's one thing. He I think he f- he felt confident that he'd given his family the slip, and they had no idea what his plans were. So he wasn't expecting his brother to follow him, and it also helps that he doesn't know what Nen is at this point. So he wouldn't even be able to say, "Oh, well, this guy feels like my brother, so I should, you know, keep an eye out because it's probably him." Yeah, and I'm gonna guess he's never seen him do the face trick. Maybe. Yeah, I think he probably only knew at that point about controlling people with using that. Because he was familiar with his brother's um, abilities, though I don't think he was all that familiar with what he could do. He's like, he, I, he knows they were needles, but he probably didn't know exactly what they look like as he just trained him. I don't think... Th- I mean, there's nothing that says they went on missions together, so... And I doubt they yeah. would, since they're... That the whole family seems very much uh, like they would just go on missions alone if, you know. It's like if you can't do this by yourself, you're worthless yep. to us. We need to spread out and conquer and get that money. And then Killua cries in the corner. It's like I- I'm just as good as Big Brother. And everyone's like, No, no, no you ain't. But you will be someday. Someday. Someday, Illumi won't be good enough to hold to tie your tennis shoes. Probably because you've chopped his hands yes. off. But, you know. And mother, get off that pole. We're trying to talk to the children. Jesus. Yeah, it's like, yeah, come on. Come on. Change your underwear. <laughs> this, but, is, this is terrible. terrible. So then Illumi says uh, to Killua, he's like, you know, the only time you ever find pleasure is when you kill someone. And then it shows, like, the flashbacks of him killing and actually being happy. And then he's like, you know, Dad taught you better. What do you want to accomplish when you become a hunter? And he's like, you know, I, I, and Killua responds with, you know, I don't want to become a hunter. All I want to do is be uh, Khan's friend. And then Illumi's like, silly Killua, you can't have friends. You're a killer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Killers don't like friends. Or uh, friends, you know, kill, killers aren't allowed to have friends. So then he's like, that's a problem. I'm going to have to kill uh, Gon then, if that's the case. Because, you know, without him, then you'll go back to being uh, the killer that you're meant to be. And so he starts walking away towards the 
towards Gon's uh, room or whatever it is. And he, sh- he like, this uh, person, bodyguard, one of the security people there, walks up to him. And he's like, hey, you know, I can't let you go from here. And Illumi throws one of his pins in his face. And his face gets all contorted as well. Yes. And I thought, for some reason, I thought it was going to be like Fist of the North Star. His head was going to explode. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, his... His pins just do that contortion thing because I think that's also what happened in the manga. It did this whole thing of. Uh, I think uh, it also makes people's heads explode. Right. It could if he wanted yeah. to, because um, a lot of their Nen weapons, it's really how much Nen they put behind it. So they could turn things into projectiles if they want. That's true. Manipulate people's heads into exploding. Why not? But then we get a really awesome um, foreshadowing here of Illumi telling Killua that. Uh, Gon is very powerful and I guess, I think he also says he's very grand for his eyes. He's like one of these days you get the urge to see if you can kill him or not. That's the kind of person you are. And um, be, and I think that that's going to play part uh, or it's, it's foreshadowing in my opinion. For the future. Right. Yes. Um, because that is true. Killua will always look at somebody and be like, I want to say, I want to know how I would do if I'm going to fight the, this individual. Um, but then, the, uh, once his, uh, Illumi does this thing to his, the, the guy's face, then, uh, the guy tells him where gone is. And at that point, uh, he starts walking over there. Uh, Illumi starts walking towards the door. And then we get uh, Pika, Leorio, and Hanzo standing on the way, telling him, you know, if you want to get there, you have to kill, you have to gonna get through us and kill us. And Illumi does this whole like, well, I can't really kill you guys because, like, that would mean that I would fail, and I kind of need this hunter license for my next job. And if I kill Gon, that means that I would also fail because. That would be me killing somebody that already passed the exam. So then I think he turns around and he says, yes, the chairman is like, so if I get my license and once I get become, get, we all get our licenses, can I kill everyone here afterwards? <laughs> and Leor, uh, and uh, the chairman goes, yeah, you can do that according to the rules. And <laughs> I like how he just says that so nonchalantly, though, too. He's like, no one's like being like, you know, we probably shouldn't give this guy a license, a, hun- a hunter license. Because he just sort of told us that he's going to kill us if once this happens. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see him try. Oh. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> just so the chairman can just trounce his ass. That would have been it's wonderful. Like, uh... it, yeah, but it wouldn't have just been him because Hisoka wants to ah, kill yes, yes. him too. Yeah. And they're, they're you know, friends. <laughs> yes. Forever. Or at least, or at least I feel like, um, like if uh, Alumi was in a pinch, he's like, uh, Hey, uh, Hisoka, I now hire you to kill him, <laughs> friend. <laughs> Hisoka would be like, I don't need money for this. This is awesome. I would do this for free. Mm-hmm. And then once again, we get a little bit more foreshadowing um, because Illumi turns around and starts heading towards Killua and starts saying, all right, fine. You're going to have to beat me and face me if you want to save your friend. And it's like, can you beat your big brother? No, you can't because you can't beat anybody that's stronger than you. I drill that into you, you know. And I, I saw that and I did not 
think literally. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, <okay. laughs> yeah. like, he just mentioned training, so everyone's like, oh, yeah. okay, so he trained him to not, you know, fight back. Like, as opposed to, no, he literally drilled it into him. Yeah. And he, he doesn't have any choice but to not fight people that are stronger than he is. But once again, uh, if he says that if he moves an inch, you know, I will consider that as being a fight and I will kill you. And we go back to that ominous purple world thing and Killua once again is quivering in the corner like a little bitch. Basically, his eyes are just going back and forth. And Elumi says, you know, if you don't fight me, Gon's going to die. And right before that happens, uh, I like how Leorio is still, like, egging him on. He's like, you can do it, Killua. You got this. Stop him. <laughs> he totally doesn't like him. Right. So. That doesn't surprise me in the least. No, I don't think anyone would take his advice at this point. Yeah. So, Killua ends up admitting defeat. And he surrenders. And then Illumi's like, huh, okay, cool. I was just kidding, by the way. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, okay, you guys are going to go the boring route? Yeah. All right. He's like, he's like, yeah, you know, you're my little brother and I love you. And so I'd never, you know, kill you or anything. It's like, oh, you tell me this now. Now after I just gave up on winning. Right. Fucking asshole. <laughs> he's like, that was just a test. But now I have your answer, you know. And you By the way, you can't have friends. You shouldn't yes. want friends. You don't deserve friends. And me and Dad will always love you. All right. <laughs> Peace <laughs> out. Do what we tell you to do. Yes. Or you know, die. Yes. Whatever. All right. So then, at this point, once the fight is over, we see a shadow of what or gone, basically walking down a hallway. Um. And. He says that, you know, uh, so we hear Satotsu in the background saying that the sixth match afterwards, you know, was ready to start. And now that Bodora had recovered and that it was up to, um, it was between Bodoro and Leorio to fight. And right before the fight was about to begin, all of a sudden Creepy Killua, like, appeared right behind Bodoro and put his hand through his body. And I'd love to say right there, I really love the uh, quote-unquote camera effects. Yeah, dude, the it's animation and everything. Shaky like, and coming in and out of focus. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah, it was done really well. And I really like the whole entire, uh, like, how Bodoro just fucking just, no blood, no nothing, once again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even though we did already see that there was blood. Uh, yeah. And then we also get, like, right away, right afterwards, like, blood all over his hand. Like, we didn't see an, ex- an effect of blood on the way out from when he put his hand through him. But then we see blood on his hand. So it's like, they bleed only during specific parts. It's so ridiculous that they didn't go with the hilarious blood explosion. Right? Like, where's my blood that. geyser? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, an anime staple. How do you not use that? That is classic, but... It's like this is the whole. This is literally the entire reason I watch anime, because every now and then we just get completely ridiculous with blood. Mm, you get blood explosions. I like kill bills. Geysers, like, blood explosions, blood milk, yep. everything. <laughs> you get like a paper cut, and you bleed all of the blood in your body. That's always fun. Yes. So the like we get some dick that doesn't like blood. Yeah. The committee disqualifies Killua, so Killua leaves. And then we go back into what is looks like a college hall, 
like a college uh, campus uh, classroom, mm-hmm. and everyone's sitting down, uh, looking towards the front, and they all have their respective hunter packets with them. And gone. It's like hunter orientation. Yes, it's exactly. hunter orientation. That's what they call it. It was hunter orientation, but oh, sweet! It's almost like I read. Yeah, the exactly. Why? <laughs> gone walks directly up to Lumi, and he's like, he's like, I want you to apologize to Killua." And then the camera starts panning back, and then the narrator says, "You know, Gone is angry." <laughs> Lumi, wow. Lumi had trampled on his brother's desire to become friends with Gon, and now he's going to have to face the consequences. What will happen next? Find out next time on Dragon yeah. Ball Z. And Lumi laughs and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this kid, come on, you're so cute. I will hate when I have to murder you later. Yeah, well, I mean, at, at this point, it's it's really funny just to see the interaction between these two characters so early on. He's like, you're not like what I imagined brothers to be like at all. I want my money back. Yes, I want my money back. I never gave you money. I want it now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then... Um... I thought, you know, you guys are family. You should be best <laughs> friends. And Lumi's like... What, have you had a brother before? It's totally not how it works at all. No, he hasn't been lucky enough it to have a brother. <laughs> Thank God. Can you imagine what the series would be like if Gon had a brother? Oh, wait, God. wait, wait. It, They're worse? younger. Yeah, because um, it would change a lot if it was a younger brother. It'd be fucking If it was a younger brother, I think he wouldn't leave. He probably, yeah, it's I was going like, to say, he would just be at home with Mito. And Mito would be, be like, like, constantly crying and holding him. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Like, oh, God and Jin. It was like, Mom, I want to go play with my friends. God and Jin. <laughs> yeah, he would never leave home. Oh, no. A poor kid. His whole life would be ruined. Yeah. He'd just be like, oh, my brother's such a dick. My dad, I hate him. Like, why do you have to do this to my mother? And she's like, she loves me too much. Yeah. No, like, I, I would be cool. She loved me, like, you know, a little bit. She loved me as much as, like, my brother... That would be nice. It's like, no, dude. She's like... Oh, and the other thing. If Gon had a little brother, whose kid would it be? Ooh. It would be me. Because, like, and... all the all the men on the island are geezers, right? Yeah. Well, not... I mean, on this one, they showed some young people. Yeah, but he said it's just old people. Yeah, like there this. aren't even people his age. Who would it... I think Mito is probably be... one of the youngest people there. It would secretly be his own kid. From one of oh. the many... <laughs> Adventures. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god. It's so yes. ridiculous. Yeah, I can believe that. Yes, yeah. It's like, right. oh, mommy, I'm trying to sleep. Why does your breath smell like wine? Jim! <laughs> <laughs> you look just like he did when you were kids. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. What is happening whoa. here? Don't let your unresolved feelings for my father cause you to do something horrible, <laughs> lady. Whoa. This is not what mothers and sons. Yeah, grandma's do. just sleeping, just sleeping well, in the next. She room. will. So just she will pretend the hell out of I'm not hearing. Yeah, this. she'll just put on. That's what that's what parents do. She'll put on some earplugs. Like, she'll be like, "It's time, about time." She finally got some. Um, yeah, and then you wake up the next morning. It's like, oh, who was the guy you were having aggressive, passionate sex with last night? Oh, it's oh gone. No, no one ever. A, f- a friend, a friend, grandma, ran, a friend. He ran out of here before we could, you know. So he wouldn't be caught with breakfast because it was 
Yeah, he was. He was. <laughs> he thought it was going to be uh, um, an awkward conversation, and he didn't really want that. Yeah. So meanwhile, you're he laughed, but... eating breakfast, faced. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, so why does Gon go into the forest and cry every now and then? Yep, and then I don't know. And then you I see Mito uh, up up Grandma's prescription. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Like, we just totally made them yeah. for a dowgen, didn't we? <laughs> I think this, I'm sure this already exists. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I, I've seen things with mother and daughter having sex with the same I, little kid. Like I've so. seen things. Yeah, it's like well, I, it doesn't even like that's the way I could talk about stuff like this. It doesn't phase me yeah. anymore, even though it's like to a certain extent we're talking about child rape. And by mother figure slash older cousin, yeah, semi incest, incestual pedophile. Well, not semi. It's it's pretty incestual. Yeah. It's not it's not far enough away that it's legal. Right. And you know he's twelve. Yeah. We're assuming because we could be talking about it. Well, I guess you would have to be at least twelve. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's eleven or ten. 12. In order, no, I'm talking in order for his brother to also be. Oh son. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what we're. That's what yeah, we're, he would that's have to at least be eleven because I think that's like the beginning of puberty for guys. Usually, right. you just have to wait until that Some point. People. So you don't forget that God is special. Mm-hmm. Like his right, so he was very. Um... So he reaches virility at age nine. <laughs> This is so terrible. Or eight or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Mito rapes him. Yeah. Just be, or like they have, like everyone's like, oh, you know, you and your mother are so close. It's great. And he's like, right. Yep. It is fantastic. We're close. No, he's like, don't you ever talk about my mom again. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch me. It's like. It's not like Killua was in a position to be like, oh, your relationship with your mother, that, that's weird. Like, it, it crosses many lines that we, you know, should not cross. Killua was the dude that's beating up his mother and she's getting off on it. Like, you're not really in a position to judge at this point. Everyone else is trying so, to ignore her. And like, Leorio, who's probably had a normal childhood, is like, okay, so you're, what you're saying is that I can't sleep with your aunt because you're doing it. Okay. <laughs> No problem. I'm gonna go study and, and jerk off because <laughs> this is too much. So that was the episode. And <laughs> As you could tell, we have a preview for next week, and it's just called Brother Trouble, and that's that. I'm not gonna address anything else that was in the preview. Um, our thoughts on the episode was incestual rape pedophilia. Brother Trouble is also it's the like, name of Dojin we just made up. Yes. It's like, well, yes, it is. It's like, why would you listen to us, really? It's clearly, I, I don't even know. I've seen too many things that just comes naturally. <laughs> it just, it's just kind of the things that we talk about on this show. Um, cl- not the audience, obviously, if this was a different kind of anime. Cause, it wouldn't happen. Right. Like, it, it, the anime leaves stuff there. It's like... There's a line between Mito and Jin that hints at ancestral feelings. There's Killua and his relationship with his whole family that hints at all sorts of wrong things. And you're frequently introduced to characters that aren't right in the head, like Hisoka, who borderline lusts after 12-year-old boys. So I think, wasn't there an episode recently where he just like straight up said it? It was like, these boys make me excited. 
Probably when he saw them. I think, I think it was. Uh, I think it was um, when he saw uh, Kurapika and Leorio. I think. Yeah. And they, but they, they did really, like the, the makeshift deal that Hasoka went along with. And he was like, oh, these boys excite me. I was like, oh, God. They're pretty close to adults, though, like 17 and 16 mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or wait, is Leorio 19? Leorio. 19 and 17. Somewhere. Yeah. 17. yeah. 19 and 17. So Leorio is an adult. Mm-hmm. Kurupiki is almost there. See, once they become but, legal, yeah. it's all fair game. Yeah. In the meantime, though, he can only pine after them. I can only imagine how creepy the the chairman was. Well, they know the chairman so, is more into boobs. Yeah, he's pretty. Well, sweet. I mean, yeah, like not not necessarily not not into boys. I mean, just like no, I can only oh, imagine mean... how much of a kinky fellow he is, or was, oh. or is. Or oh, he still is. is. He's pretty perverted. He's you know, still alive. He's I don't know. I don't think age kept him down. So. No, definitely. No, not at no. least. But I mean, at least you didn't see him like oogling the shit out of uh, what's her face, Ponsu. Um, oh, <laughs> well, that's probably because she was unconscious yeah. and not there. But he was totally doing it to. Um, no, Menchie. no, no. But Menchi, Menchi had at least you know, she's an adult or or semi-adult. Probably an adult is what you mean to say. Probably, I'm gonna go with probably on this one. Like she's maybe twenty, Close early twenty. Early twenties. I would assume. If, if she, I don't know, but for all we know, Buhara is tapping the hell out of that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, he definitely is, and that mental. They, thing they is... come as a pair. So, well, God, that is yeah, English. Mm-hmm. They make appearances on screen or on panel as a pair. Just put it like that. I like how that was a Ferrarian slip. Haha, <laughs> double meaning. <laughs> yes. But this is why you guys listen to us, right? Yes. And this is ex- There's no other reason. And this is exactly why we're not rated. <laughs> That's why it's exclusive. Yes. Okay, so, so we don't waste any more time. Chapters 87 to 89, volume 10. Um... I think we assigned all of the characters last week. Except there are like five or six more. Like who? There are random people in the auction house. Oh, right. I should turn off this PS3 now. Probably. But yeah, there are are random people in the auction house. There are... I think it's mostly just random people in the auction house. There's a random old lady. She's not there for long. We'll just voice them as they come, I guess. Along yeah. as they come along. Sure, Diego. Alright, I'll start. This is me. Ah. Food eating noises. Can I have another shish kebab? Wait, what? Yes, that's what he says. Chapter 87. No, no, no. Yeah, but oh. you're missing a page. Damn it. Why would you do that? <laughs> I was at the chapter point. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you're completely skipping a page. But anyways. Thanks, Seppel. We were oh, almost yeah. duped. Don't thank me. It's a matter of give and take. Huh? 20% my share. When you sell the vault. What? Are you trying to rip us off? Hey. 
It's for advice given. Well, he did help us. Don't be such a pushover. We can't even spare one Jenny. We could treat you to lunch, that's all. Now that's a stupid deal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's bad. Okay by me. Uh-huh. I know a good place. Okay, now food eating noises. Yep. This is things fault. Why would you have like a page that says chapter 87 and that not be the start? Mm-hmm. Can I have another shish kebab? Me too. How about you, Gun? Make it three, please. Coming right up. <laughs> Go ahead. Devil, I've been thinking. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. We should pay you a commission. Oh, give it up, you idiot. Lunch is enough. Could I have some miso soup with tofu? Sure thing. Yeah, look at how much he's eating. I'd like crab fried rice, please. But still... No, really, it's okay. But could I ask you one thing? Huh? How do you... How do you appraise the three pieces? Appraise? We didn't. Are you serious? How'd you pick them out? Tell me it wasn't random. How did you decide on those three things from among all those vendors? Think it's okay to tell him the truth? I guess. It's better than paying him money. Nen? Aura? Yeah. We've been trained to see it. Hmm. In that case, it makes sense. That you could choose the wooden vault without knowing what's inside. And that you passed up on the other valuables. Huh? There were others? Yeah, brand name goods, classic trading cards, mass-produced collectibles. The prices fluctuate a lot, so even pros have a hard time. Why do you want so much money? I thought you only wanted to know one thing. Come on, you can tell me. Okay, then. We'll take turns asking questions. Alright. We want a certain item in an auction, so we need money for that. Oh, what is it? Now it's our turn. How much could we get for selling what's inside the vault? It depends on what's inside, but probably 100 million at at least. Wow. What do you want to bid on? A video game called Greed Island. That'll be tough. It's insanely expensive. How much could you get for that weird vase? Huh? Oh, this? This is junk. It's totally worthless. Why do you want the game? Didn't it cost six billion way back when? I'm looking for my dad, and there may be clues in the game. Hmm? Why'd you pick the vase? Huh? Why didn't you go for the vaults? You knew we wanted the same things you did. Most people would go for the thing that's worth the most. But you picked a piece of junk over the vault and even the doll. Why? Hmm. Actually, I made the vase. Yeah? Oops. Sorry I called it weird. I don't care. Wasn't it the other kid? Oh, he doesn't know him. Apart. Yeah. <laughs> I, I made it, but it's not my own work. Huh? It's a counterfeit. A knockoff. I used to make them when I was dirt poor and hungry. I quit after I started making a living in antiques. This was one of the early ones. It's pretty shoddy now that I look at it. I still see them in bazaars now and then. I vowed to buy them all back. I get it. Then how much would a real vase fetch? My turn. What does your dad do? He's a pro hunter. How much would a real vase fetch? Only 40 to 50 grand. A rookie counterfeiter would never get high-end jobs. 
I know a few hunters in the antiques trade, and they're crazy. They fly all over the world. Wouldn't it be tough for a kid to track them down? Oh, I'm a pro hunter, too. Yeah. Now it's your turn to ask. Okay, this will be my last question. Is there anything I can help you with? If you want to make money from auctions, you'll need someone with appraisal experience. On the other hand, there are plenty of opportunities for appraisers to make money here. You decide how much you want to pay me. What do you say? Okay, this will be our last question, too. Why did you want to help us? Appraising is my job. It's only natural to approach potential clients. In theory, anyway. Actually, I was kind of flattered. It felt nice knowing that someone was bidding on my on my work, even if it was junk. It's not junk. That base is filled with your Nen, an aura-based power. Anyone can produce an aura, but it's really hard to control it. Surrounding things with aura is called Ten. It takes lots of concentration and training. We can tell how much effort you put into that vase. You did it without knowing a thing about Nen. And that takes real talent. Sorry we called it weird. My eyes don't fool me. Stay in this business long enough and you start being able to judge people, both buyers and sellers. You can be more objective about people than your favorite antiques. Your gut can tell you whether to do business with someone or not. And my gut is telling me I would want to work with you. That's my answer. What's yours? Yes, please. We'll, des we'll decide the fees after we decide what you can do. So you go back uh, in the... Knocking noises. Yeah. Crack, crack. Go back in the ghetto. <laughs> Whoa! Check out the aura. It's genuine. This would bring at least 300 million. Ooh. But dealers' markets are cash only. You won't get any bids by entering something this valuable at the last minute. You'd be wasting your entrance fee. I like uh, Killua's random cat face on that panel. Yes, yeah, so that's the best. <laughs> yeah, he does that yeah. all the time. So what do we do now? What's that? Wait, oh, I right. I was to say what it was yeah. first. <laughs> we take it to an auction preview. What's that? It's a place that showcases the items that missed the catalog deadline. Dealers appraise the goods and decide how much they pay. It also lets them know the day something's going up for auction. But I warn you, nothing simple in this business. A beauty like this could end up undervalued. We don't know my, what tricks they might pull. Got it? Undervalued? I don't get it. Welcome! I'm Taloon, the gallery director. I hear from my employees that you have a marvelous specimen. What a magnificent collection. All excellent specimens and in pristine condition. We want to preview this for tomorrow's auction. Very well, sir. It's quite a beauty. I'm tempted to buy it myself. What would you say to 250 million? Sorry. Of course. This could easily fetch more at an auction. Come this way. Modern, modern, modern. Sawa, sawa. Sawa, 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 that is literally what Zawazawa is. Yep. Go ahead. This is the preview floor. Feel free to look around. Mm -hmm. Why do they care so much about the vaults anyway? I don't a know. A wooden but... vault? Whoa! Ooh. 
glue ceiling is shut is vintage. I don't see signs of tampering. I bet a collection like this would fetch a fortune. I don't know. This wooden vault could be real, but the jewelry inside might not be. It started. I, I like the art in this picture. Mm-hmm. The yeah, this reminds me of bad communication so badly. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, real 12-year-olds are not that close to each other yeah. anymore. Not anymore, but... Because that's gay, bro. <laughs> that's totally gay, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, youth. Yeah. Alright. The wooden block could be real, but the jewelry inside might not be. It started. Yeah, but the jewels are real. We examined them with our loops. They're genuine antiques. But you haven't checked them all. Well... Even if they were all real, that doesn't mean they're as old as the vault. What are they doing? Trying to bring down the price by making stuff up. Shouldn't we stop them? I don't think it's right, but this is what previews are about. Everyone wants the best deal. Oh. Watch people closely. If anyone acts suspicious, ask loudly if they need any help. Stare. (laughs) Does this belong to you? Don't worry, we're not going to switch them. That's why each atom has his own gallery tag. It's not like tags would stop anyone. Who are you? These kids are my clients. I can vouch for the vault's authenticity. The jewelry inside is genuine, too. Got an official certificate of authenticity? No. This is a waste of time. We can't go by your word. Why didn't you get one? Takes too long. We couldn't get it. Time for the... Oh, that's Evox. Yeah, but I think she walked over for a second. Time for the auction. My clients need the money before the end of the year. Of course, we'll withdraw it if the item doesn't reach our reserve price. By the end of the year? He's just saying that. They'd try to rip us off if they knew we needed the money now. You can get an independent appraisal after the auction. We'll write a full refund into the contract if it turns out to be fake. That's some guarantee. Maybe it's genuine. You sure I made that kind of promise? Wooden bots have fooled up prices before. There are more doctoring methods out there that you can count. No page. Why? Why'd you stick together? <laughs> doctoring. It's you, Don. Yeah. Doctoring methods. Counterfeiters use them to fool appraisers. Both the value of the contents can be fake. Even if the vault is genuine, like I said, the contents could have been replaced. That's what called. That's called a transplant. Wow. That's nothing to be impressed by. There are various types of transplants, and they break down like this. One, replace all jewelry with fakes. Two, leave some of the real jewelry. Three, bait with real jewelry in this place, then switch the counterfeits right before sale. Four, replace with genuine but lower quality contemporary jewelry. And five, replace with genuine but lower quality pure jewelry. Proving the authenticity of the vault is, isn't easy either. The wood could be the could be over three hundred years old. Only, but that's only the age of the raw material. That doesn't mean the wood was carved three hundred years ago. It's easier to work out with with the material's age than when it was processed. 
He's right. The wood could be 300 years old, but have been, been carved recently. That's called a facelift. But wait, this isn't a facelift. The glue in the seams is obviously old. Look at how much it's oxidized. And there's no trace of a second layer of glue. Oh yeah? Not many people know this, but the glue used back when this... When... The, when uh, not many people know this, but the glue used back then will melt under heat. This use this is used for during this is used for during appraisals, but it's also used in scams. What? Uh, he really knows the trade. Only a second-rate amateur would put fresh glue over the old glue. A real forger would melt the glue and reuse it. Then the seal would look like it had never been opened. That's called cauterization. Whoa. Now that he mentions it, we can't prove this hasn't been cauterized. Now, now, cauterization would leave scorch marks along the seam. The glue would be slightly discolored, at the very least. This glue isn't discolored at all. It's the real deal. Solid discoloration can only be seen by the naked eye. Even pros don't always see it, so it's unreliable. Hmm, you can't tell. I don't even know half of these tricks. Uh Uh-oh. The others are starting to hesitate. Ah, did they have to get into a lecture on scams in front of everyone? They must be into deflating. They try to drive prices down all the way. Some will stop at nothing. They bash the items they want and stir up controversy, or they plant lesser items while pretending to examine a collection. You warned us about that. I guess it's still Okay, think we can get a good price? We won't know until the auction starts. It depends on the order of items. There were some reputable appraisers in that group. If any of them take a bite during the auction, the feeding frenzy would drive up the price. Hey, Seppel, what other doctoring methods are there? Interested? Yeah, it was like learning magic tricks. I get it now. Forgotten what we were here for? Stop fooling. Wapow! I, I couldn't figure out why this kid intrigued me, but if I ha- but I have an idea now. He isn't concerned with whether something's good or bad. I didn't see a hint of disapproval when I confessed about making knockoffs or when the dealers were going on about the vaults. But I don't see any greed either. It was just pure curiosity. It's so wrong, like in context with our previous discussion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, if something impresses him, yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say that's that's the name of our next dungeon. <laughs> if something impresses him, he's open to whether it's good or, to it whether it's good or bad, which is basically the kind of loose morals that all of the hunters have. In other words, Paige, he's walking a fine line. There's no point in appraising him. It'd be a toss-up. I think it's gone again. Uh, are you okay? Huh? Yeah. You want to know about doctoring methods? Come on, I'll show you. Walks over to a vending machine. Appraisers look at three things when they examine a wooden vault. They're, They're the same things that interest forgers. The wooden container, the glue in the seam, and the jewelry inside. Tricks of all kinds wind up being used. The container is the hardest to appraise. It was designed to hide riches, so the carving is often crude. It's impossible to use quality as a basis for authenticity. Any kind of wood, any kind of heavy, durable wood was used, and many of them are still readily available today. 
But a vault appears in an auction sealed like this. You have very little to go on. That's why you want to look at the scene. Right. The seam was cleverly hidden with wood shavings and paint. Find the seam and look for discoloration. This is a boring chapter. Yes. If the oxidation is comparable to 300 years, it's the real deal. Or so you'd think. Oh yeah, cauterization. Good memory. The contents would have been replaced and the seam re-glued. Even pros can't even spot heat discoloration. It's the hardest trick to detect. A real doozy. But if it's used too often, buyers start to stay away from sealed vaults and the market dwindles. New scams take advantage of this. Boldly display a real open vault, with its context replaced by cheap jewelry. It's called an autopsy. The human mind is a funny thing. If people are suspicious of closed vaults, an open one could fool even skilled appraisers, while the cheap jewelry was there for all to see. It wouldn't be displayed open if it were fake. That's what they like to think. When that trick is overused, an equally bold one's invented. Appraisers who could always spot the slightest signs of cauterization were fooled. How? Were the vaults sealed? Yeah, all the appraisers bought them, convinced they were never opened or cauterized. And they were right, the seams weren't cauterized. Never opened? Then how was it done? I know, the jewelry was fake all along. Wrong. Oh, they took the jewelry out through another hole. Exactly. Sheesh. They made another hole, away from the seam, and replaced the jewelry inside with fakes, and patched up the hole. That's called an ostomy. Even a kid could figure it out, but a lot of veteran appraisers have been fooled. Their experience worked against them. They thought the contents had to be real if the glue wasn't discolored. That's what did them in. Phew, I'm impressed. You never know what tricks they'll come up with next. Appraisers have to stay one step ahead. That's why we get suspicious when specimens look too perfect. The littlest hint can spread doubt in a group. Ring. Hello? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. Uh, hi, Leorio. The spiders. Yeah, there's no mistake. The informant sent me images of the spiders on the move. He's streaming me images with his cell phone camera. I'm getting the details now. Is that like a narration thing? or? No, I think that's I you, think though. I think it's another person. Whoever's, um... Uh, oh, yeah, it's the Oreo. Yeah. We have two targets. Then that's a different person. Right, the me- that's like the message board thing saying, the spiders are in York New. We're telling them, please respond. Hey. Hey. Or, yeah. Come on, whatever. Whoever it yep. is. Whoever that is. Okay, we're on to chapter 89, September 3rd, part 5. We have two targets. A man and a woman. I'm heading over now. We'll meet you there. Yeah, it turns out that was cool. Yeah. Come on. Hey. Oh. What about the auction? We trust you. Huh? Get us the best price. Thumbs up. Leave it leave it to me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> leave it to me. Oh, how they're totally dressed like they don't care. Like Adidas sweats. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's just chilling back on his thing. 
Uh, so who wants to take them? Do you want? Oh, I, I already got Nobunaga. Oh, that's right. Uh, mm-hmm. Could Uvo really be dead? Probably, yeah. That's what... I don't know what voice to do. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Uh, it's okay, we still love you, Foxy. Exactly. I know. You have to, there's no choice. <laughs> oh, yeah. But don't tell anybody, though. That would just, like... Let my secret out. That's what we came to find out. Uvo isn't stupid. I know. Is that Pakanoto or just someone else with a really weird nose? I think that yeah, is that's her. someone else. That doesn't really right. Just it's just oh yeah, this is the first one that yeah yeah in the hair somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right, it looks like some waitress, right? But then when it pans away, <laughs> totally that mini skirt thing that she usually mm-hmm. wears. Yep. Even if he's outmatched, he can handle himself. Hello. Hey, I'm the guy who posted the ad. You're late. Oh, that's you. Where are you? Take it easy. We see you. It's the couple. It's the couple behind your boyfriend, right? We're wiring you the money now. Beep beep beep. Who is fifty million, Jenny? Come on, let's go. Of how like they're having this loud conversation, <laughs> but Holly just got wired money like right behind them. Yep. Uh-huh. But Uvo isn't back. Has he ever been late before? He said he couldn't come back until he settled the score with the chain dude. You heard him. That's why I said probably. I didn't say he's dead. But that's your hunch. Yeah. <laughs> your hunches are usually right. And this is why you voice Machi, Foxy. <laughs> We're gonna track him down and kill him without fail. What is it? Uh, Yorio, uh, I think. Yeah. So the billion Jenny question is: How do we nab him? We don't stand a chance. They're out of our league. Sheesh! How could you know that before we even try? Isn't it kind of late for that? Oh, everything. So explained. So much later. Yeah, you punk. <laughs> Don't yell. They'll spot us. That's still you. That's still Killo, isn't it? No, someone's asking him if they're that good. No, no, no. On the bottom. I wasn't sure until see I saw them with my own eyes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't see that. I wasn't sure until I saw them with my own eyes. They're that, that good. good? I guess unison, yeah, then. Sure. Yeah. I've gotten better since my dad warned me about them, but it's not enough. <laughs> Pretend there are two Hisokas sitting over there on a date. <laughs> Do you get it now? Oh, God. And then they imagine it. Two Hisokas Yeah, that's more than we can handle. Uh-huh. Why? Why do you think they're hanging out in a public square? They're out on a date, duh. Having a, a chat over coffee. coffee. They are? You're wrong. Oh. They know about the couple behind them. They're paying more attention to their surroundings than anyone here. They'll sense us if we get any closer, and don't even think about looking their way. I thought they were on the lookout because the Mafia's after them, but they wouldn't be out in public. They're not on the run. I forgot. They're spiders. They're waiting to be caught. They're waiting for prey. 
They're on the hunt for something. The Mafia or someone else. Mm. We're being watched. Yeah. And they aren't amateurs. Nope. But I can't tell where they are. Do you think it's the chain dude? I don't know. If it is, we'll do what we want. Like Carollo told us. I think Carollo wants him to join us. Machi. All Carollo said was, find the chain dude and bring him back. Have you forgotten the unspoken rule? Use any means to bring him back. Dead or alive. I don't care how you interpret that. Just stop telling me what to do. What to think. What are you talking about? You're the one who's telling me what to do. I love that they're about to have like a full-on argument in front of everyone. <laughs> yeah. Like, people about to launch their nen. It's like... <laughs> it almost seemed like Machi's hair is like on edge. On yeah. <laughs> I just looked at it to see if... Look at the previous page to see if it was standing up more. I think it's just the way her eyes and her eyebrows mm-hmm. are drawn. That makes it look yeah, like Yeah, because if you look at that top panel, it's, it is spiked up like that. Like, it's static shock. I kind of wonder when this um, volume came out. Because this is, this is very um, poofy 80s hairstyle. <laughs> yeah. Your hair is very much alive. Uh, this is 2000. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe that's just what he likes. Sure. <laughs> Let's make guesses at what Togashi likes in the <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is the burr? I'm not sure what they're are. They're cold. Um, they all feel. Oh, the I see. Explosion. They all feel the the change in mood. Okay, gotcha. Burr. Yeah. Like Mood's completely changed. There's so much tension. Did they see us? No. How do you? How know? do you know? Oh wait, is that? I, I don't know. I think it's Leorio. Yeah, How yeah. do you know? I can't use that to like you guys. This isn't the place to use it. Besides, it wouldn't it won't work with those two. They're checking out people's faces and watching how they act. You guys look pretty fishy. <laughs> Smile, be yourself. Oh. Pops a cherry in his mouth. Jesus, Leorio. <laughs> looks extra Asian. Like, yep. <laughs> Is that especially since he's like not Asian at all? Never mind. Yeah. Oh no, I'm going to a bad place. Um, let's decide this right now. I love that they do this. This is so stupid. Take him. Just like it's like they're all two faced. Yes. Do we Dude. take him dead or alive? Fine. Coin flip. And- Back of the hand, tails. Like, like there's a choice. Like, yeah, I opt for the corner. <laughs> the immediate scene yep. switch. Then we have random chibi. Um, neon. neon. Yeah, well, she's pouty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's such a different like like you have a very detailed like panel of Kuropika, and then it's like, <laughs> uh, and here's neon. <laughs> Uh, oh, Mike's not here. So who wants to do the vo- the boss? I guess I'll. Yes, yeah, I guess I'll it. take it. Yeah. I, I see. So that's what happened. Getting a new room was a smart move. 
Some of our boys were found murdered in theirs. The Phantom Troop is definitely using the Hunter website. Neon wouldn't be safe now without your quick thinking. Thank you. Now the plan. I'm sending my daughter home. Do you mind, Neon? Do I have a choice? Everything was stolen and now the auction's cancelled. There's no point in being here. This sucks. There'll be another auction next year, Pumpkin. I'll make the bandits give up the things you wanted. Ready, Daddy? I promise. Have I ever broken a promise before? More than you've kept. Ha ha, you've got me. All the fathers in this comic suck. <laughs> Melody and Basha, was it? Uh, are you good? <laughs> do we need to say oh, yes, I, I guess I'll just do it, okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. Take Neon back to the mansion at once. You won't be totally safe since you were uh, seen during the kidnapping. But you're better off than the others. At least your pictures aren't on the Hunter website. Put on a basic disguise, just to be safe. Yes, sir. Neon, go back to your room and pack. Okay. Slam. Now then, let's get down to business. This is like a cigarillo. Yes. Was it weed? Well, he's... It, let's go weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I totally want to imagine this the is The auction weed. will reopen tonight. Same place, same time. The community doesn't care who's behind this. Then we'll be made fools of. The Dons have sworn they'll get the stolen goods back. Huh? Stolen. Stolen. Oh, no. Wait, does that mean? I. Okay. Yeah. Stolen. The spider told us that the shadow beast beat them to it, and that they hadn't stolen anything. Haven't you heard? The shadow the sh beasts are all dead. Okay. Oh no! Is that? I think that's yeah. The, that's the okay. Dawn. Dawn. Yeah. The shadow beasts are all dead. Nine bodies have been found so far. The tenth, a man called Owl, was in charge of transporting the goods. The troop probably kidnapped him. The Dons know all about the powers of Nen. There won't be a need for torture if one of them has the power to extract information. And they do. They're assuming, <laughs> that, the auction, they're assuming that the auction items have fallen into the troop's hands. More importantly, with the beast wiped out, the Dons have hired pros to eliminate the troop. Pros? Dun dun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine the dun dun uh, yeah. from the Law and Order. Right. Yeah. Silver looks like a tiger yeah. for some yep. reason. And then the tag on so, the grandpa says, the tag says, never retire. Zeno. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zeno. So Silva and Zeno Zoltik are who they hired. Killua's dad and grandpa. Yes, which means shit has become Al serious. Allegedly. Yes. Does he know? We don't. We've never seen allegedly. The <laughs> yes. Dude, come on! Just because you're married to someone, oh, God. doesn't mean it's your kid. <laughs> I mean, like one child. Like, look at it. Like one child comes out looking one way, <laughs> and all the others come out looking another way. I would ask He looks questions. more than, like, Killer looks more like him than any of the other ones. Maybe he looks like Zeno. You ever thought I about that? I don't know, because apparently, <laughs> like, I don't know Zeno's color palette, but they have mentioned that like, his son three, looks like silver. I, yeah. Yeah, they both have silver hair. Like, three generations, four generations of the family live in the same house. All right. Okay? You don't know who puts what and where at this point. Yeah, so... <laughs> 
Because maybe Zenol saw that all the other sons <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I was gonna say. looked like, <laughs> maybe, like the mother the and is like, wait, it's like, wait a second, Silva, your genes clearly are not propagating properly. Let me get in there. So, oh, uh, okay. okay, so we're really fucking just going all <laughs> I say the the great great grandpa, the one that looks like Sprog. That that's the, that's uh, Miluki's father, right? <laughs> Everybody's just splicing their DNA all over the place. They're just <laughs> maybe like um the only one that's actually his kid, um Silva's kid is like Alaka, which is why he's so disappointed in life. He's like, oh, God. yes, exactly. Like, like... It's like, um, Illumi, I'm going to assume, like, nobody in the family had Illumi. He's, like, some outside kid that she came to the marriage with. Miluki belongs to the great-grandfather. Killua belongs to the grandfather. And then, like, Alaka is Sova's kid. And, I don't know, Kalato, maybe he's, like, a kid I was going to say, he's just a, uh, he was, uh, born out of Nen. <laughs> It's like she, her Nen ability is to close right, right. herself. No, no, no. Like had, I'm saying, like um, the Nen was powerful enough because it's a life force, right? That impregnated okay, so her. So when he shot, right? It, it Nen impregnated her, so therefore he was. Oh, you know what up, would like, be funny? Anakin if, Skywalker um, from Episode One. You know, like how um, the Queen essentially had mm-hmm. twins. Yes. But the other one is like way younger and smaller <laughs> than the first He's one. So say. Say Alaka was all up in there, right? Yes. <laughs> and on his, her, Nanika's way out, they were like, well, let me just leave a deposit of my Nen in here. Fertilize the bitch. You come back in a year. <laughs> I feel like we need go. to once again remind people that if you haven't caught up to what's story. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oops. <laughs> you heard nothing. Yes. I completely forgot. I'm so sorry. We um, just we should just be like warning. Uh, this episode includes heavy spoilers. Please, from this board, so just catch up to where the manga is right now, <laughs> and then you have a problem. Yeah, because otherwise, it's like, I, I okay, yeah. sure. I don't um, think we were we, this it, chapter. It was too bad though. We just said people's names. No, I mean we just yeah, just they're the just the names of his brothers exactly. basically. At which you only don't know the name of Alaka at this point. It's not really a spoiler. To intimidate. That's not our area of expertise. <laughs> it's clearly more efficient to leave it to the experts. The Dons have formed a, ta- a team of crack assassins. They'll take care of the truth for us. But this is our, our chance to be useful to the community. We don't want the assassins to take all the credit. Kurapika, I want you to join the assassin team. Huh? I would hate for someone to just leave it hanging like that. It's like, I want you. Well, that's what she did. That's um, why I yeah. took a pop. And then Kurapika is like, okay, pause. I don't like He's you like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. No? Oh, okay. Well, you can join so, the assassin team then. I wanted to re- I was. I looked at the line. I was going to read it like, Kurapika, I want you to join the assassin team. <laughs> Kurapika's like, aw. <laughs> <laughs> They're on the move. What do we do? Why is he asking himself a question? Like I said, we can't fight them and win. We'll manage somehow. We have to. Yeah, we can't turn back now. All right, but you have to do as I say. Tan, tan, tan. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of chapter 89. 
So at this point, you're already thoroughly spoiled for the chapter, so we won't ruin it by discussing it. Um, we're going to quickly move to the next anime segment so we can at least get through the chapter before Diego has to pull his disappearing out. Yeah, I was going to say, what yeah, anime? Whatever. Yeah, yes, the next chapter. Mm-hmm. Stuff that's up to date now. So if you haven't read up to date and you're not caught up to date, um, please keep listening to the podcast next episode. Uh, yeah, it's too late, I guess. We haven't really spoiled that much. But you can find us at uh, hxhpodcast.wordpress.com. Uh, we are on Facebook, Twitter, uh, MySpace. You're a liar. <laughs> Email us at hxhpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, anything else? Oh, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, rate and review. Yeah, we'll and get those five stars. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll take a quick break. It crashes. All right, let's see here. What's it looking like? Oh, shit. I forgot that spoon was there. Hi, spoon. Bye, spoon. (laughs) I threw it away. Uh, Let's see. It should be... Through my wall. Come on, properties. I completely forgot to check to see if they were recorded. All right, cool. It's recorded. Oh, come on, guys. Behave. Come on, come on. Okay, chapter 336. Cancel. What the hell is the PC? Player character? Playing dead and petting is far too light a conversation for the player character's requests. That was the first feeling of discomfort I had when reading Maluki's report. What? I think I just like to do that. What is Nanika's final rule? Furthermore... Don't stop that. Now it sounds worse when you do it. <laughs> Furthermore, through the result, two choice wish was that it satisfied with a kiss on the cheek. The request this compensation for it of a god fan translation of a fingernail was too severe. I, if I suppose the possibility that compensation for the PC was a fingernail, even if we compare it to past experiences, the levels of the wish and request match. I was so asleep the first time I read this chapter. Mm-hmm. If this supposition is correct. I'm like, I don't care. You're going nowhere. This leads to a logical conclusion that playing dead and petting were not Nanika's request and the two-choice wish did not require compensation. Why did it not need compensation? It's like he's writing his master's thesis on this. Yeah, well, this whole entire chapter was like this, and I was, like, confused because I was like, fuck. Like, not only do we have to to, uh, start depending on these people's translations now, um, because obviously the other group that used to do this is shut down now, but well, Some of the shut stuff... down this particular group of manga. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but whereas other people have alpha to look forward to, we do not. Not for so Hunter. Hunter. Feel... Nope. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I just, I wish I could have like a little bit more, um, like they could use more proper terms because after, out of a, all of a sudden he ends up using weird names and the names go back and forth. But. I think it's because this is a different group translating it and because there are several different groups translating the particular terms aren't common across the translation. So mm-hmm. they're referring to things we've seen before but under different words so it's sort of confusing. Plus Illumi's a crazy person so his Japanese is probably hard to translate. No, um, but at least I mean in this chapter specifically in this in this particular part of the of the story where it's like shit's finally going down. That's it's why being explained. I did not read this part because he was just yeah. like, okay, crazy person is trying to rationalize stuff in his head. He's probably smart, but we don't know. Why did it not need compensation? I can infer two possibilities. 
okay, butterflies, either yes. because the two-choice wish was so simple that it did not require Nanika's ability, or else because it was not a wish. But in that case, there is still an unresolved problem. If the pay playing dead and petting weren't for Nanika's request, the one who made the request was Alika and not Nanika. Killua said that Nanika calls me Killua. When Killua requested to play dead, she called him Onichan. Therefore, it would be correct to assume it is Alika who calls him Onichan. If the one who made... I should have said brother. Anyway, if the one who made yes. the request... I don't care. Who cares about English? <laughs> then was Alika. Then Nanika was not awake. So the two-choice wish Killua made after that itself should have been impossible. But at that time, it was actually Nanika that ans answered Killua. Stop pressing across when you mean down. A hint to the explanation of this seeming contradiction lies in Killua's speech patterns. This is like a lecture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the this whole entire part right here where it's like... For the two-choice wish, Killua didn't say... Shite. One form of do. It's Shite. It's, yeah, Shite. Yeah, which, which is hilarious is because Shiro means do not want in Korean, and that's the only time I see that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it says that there's real, no real, real, real way to translate this with the same connotations as in Japanese, but Shiro is a they more could translate it in, into Spanish. I'm sure that would have worked. Form of the English verb <laughs> do in Japanese compared to the more casual shite. So you basically, one is a command Spanish. and one is just asking someone yeah. to do something. Yes. So when she commands it... They probably and... would have taken way more text. And they're like, there's already enough text on these pages. Right. I don't care. If it's a command, then it works independently of a wish. Then no compensation being sought for is very reasonable, is it not? Illumi needs to do something about like his outfit. Like, it's been time. People have changed their clothes now. Mm -hmm. He's changed. And that's, that is my... He probably has like a million versions of the same clothes. And that is my supposition. But what do you think of it? I'll speak candidly. Like, no time. Right. The one who can use Nanika's ability for the Zoldic family in a safe yet efficient way is me. The way things have stood, Alaka's is the Sashiki Warashi, which is a term I've only heard of through um, Holic, but I don't remember what it is. It's something. I don't even know. So, her whole quickly... life is a locked room. It's a, um, a Japanese yokai um, demon that is a child with bobbed hair, red face. Um, in large houses, and it locks up, and it basically stays um, in a house by itself. Doesn't leave. Uh, okay, so it's a Japanese. It's demon. like a hearth demon, which is like of the home. If I remember correctly, there were two of them. There was the one that liked Watanuki, and then there was like the fire one, who was you know mm -hmm. fiery. It's the one from the home never really said what she wanted and the other one was like yeah sweet so but if i manage her as you have at minimum i'll guarantee her freedom and everyone else is like whoa when did you get authorization to make promises like that mm -hmm. and then he says brother but it's anarchy big brother right i'll protect alika and he says killu yes. <laughs> remember to share <laughs> <laughs> and alika says nanika wake up and of course it appears i creepy and then Illumi gets angry as we can tell by all of the sound effects. Yeah. This is Killua, this is the last time. Hand Nanika over to me. And Killua says, Nanika, make Illumi disappear. He says, go home. And at this point, I'm just like, flip my desk over. Yeah. Screw it. Yeah, I was You're like, like oh, fuck, this. why wasn't this easy? Right. It's like, oh, sure, she can do every freaking thing. <laughs> yes. Why not? Why not? At, at this point, it's like, all right, just, you know, order her to make all of them die. Why not? You might as well. Well, you can't do that because he make doesn't want pizza. to do that, right? Kill that would be an awesome Kill. wish. Yeah, well. he could 
at this point, it's clear he could totally do that because that is against Illumi's will. Right. He does not want to be made disappeared right now. And she says, I and... Um, he teleports. Everyone's drawn in a sketchy way and Miluki looks really surprised. <laughs> like, oh, and the mother looks sort of surprised and Sylvia's like, oh, I expected this. And Illumi says, Miluki says, seriously? You, you, you teleported. And Illumi's like, what's this? You were all watching? That was amazing. It's invincible. With Killua's commands, there's no risk of the request. With this, even if it's Killua, I completely turn into my puppet. Again. There'll be change left over <laughs> for him to also puppet Nanika. Yes. And Kilo says, Subone, Amane, could you leave the two of us alone? If you don't go voluntarily, I'll have to order Nanika like I did just now. And Nanika says, Kilo, be a good boy, be a good boy. And he says, I just want to be someone Nanika admires. I'd really rather not use Nanika like that. So please. And then they leave. Yeah, or they, Maybe well, they, just they don't leave have warping powers. They ninja van, yeah, I guess. They just Yeah, they flash step away. So <clears throat> Killua's like Nanika. Killua, pat me and tell me I'm a good girl. So you can't come out anymore. But I like you, Killua. Uh-huh. I said you can't, Nanika. I like you, Killua. I like you, Killua. Ah. No. Don't come out again, understand? Aww. And Nanika's like I and you're like, oh, it's not such a bad demon thing. It's like yeah. it's like um, I don't Your know, face. like movies. It's where a little you're trying to like tell thing. your dog to go away. It's like get out of here, you stupid dog. It's like run yes. away, oh yeah, or I'll have to yeah. kill you because you have rabies. It's like you go can't, away. You can't keep the dog, but I, you can't keep the dog. Just go away, you stupid bastard, and then he kicks him away. Mm-hmm. And the dog keeps following right. you, even though it doesn't understand. It's like no, I told you, I can't afford to I, keep you. Yeah. And I'm crying. Right. <laughs> and I didn't care. I'm like, oh, okay, next page. Now, Alaka can be free. Because I was like, this is the most boring way possible. To get rid of him. It's like, yeah. Just, okay, you you could just tell her to go? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that us? Oh, all right. That's, uh, fuck you, Killua. This is too <laughs> simple. Like, sorry, Nanika. Sorry. He's all sad. And then he's like, hmm? Okay. Alaka. He's like, brother. It's like, ah, brother. And then, like, evil starts to circulate around right. Alaka, even though he or she barely looks angry. It's like, did you make her cry, Nanika? So, like, Nanika is female, I guess. I guess. Like, uh, um, they were probably friends. Like, you know, the little ghost that you play with and then it possesses right. you? Right. They played patty cake and did all sorts of have tea parties. And had sex. Oh, and then they God. became one. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, this is weird. <laughs> It's like nothing, nothing. having sex same, way back yes. in the day the was called becoming though. one. That's our next dojin. No, theoretically, from what Killer has been saying, they're the same oh, sex. Oh, but from what right. I, remember, from what everyone one else is male, has been one's saying, male, one's female. That makes one's perfect female. sense. Right. So they've been, they and have then, been, you know, they unify. Right. And Killer knows that Nanika's a girl. Mm, I don't know. Maybe he always wanted a sister. So he's like, um, no, I didn't make her cry. And she's like, I was like, even right now, she's crouching down and crying. He's like. No. Yeah. Apologize to Nanika. Um, but apologize. If you're a nice brother to Alika, you have to be nice to Nanika too. It's like, yeah, and bitch, she's, we're I, one in the same. I guess, you know, of the whatever. And Alika's angry crying. Like, if you're going to protect Alika, you have to protect Nanika too. Any brother that would be mean to Nanika, I hate. 
And then he slaps himself. Nap. He takes a heavy and nap. His face. <laughs> and Alika, thank you. It was like I was still being bound by um, Illumi. Illumi. It's really okay. <laughs> yeah, that's Illumi. Older you know brother I mean. Illumi. It's Illumi. Brother Illumi. Yeah. yeah. That's the nickname. They don't use the last syllable for some right. reason. It's really okay now. Could you call Nanika for me? And then Alika goes back to sleep, and Nanika comes back out and says, like, Sorry, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Always been afraid of um, Illumi, and somehow I ended up just doing what he said. And I really hate that. So now it's not just me. When I think of him forcing Nanika to do bad things, I get really scared. For Alika's sake, I lied to myself and said something terrible to me. To you. I'm truly sorry, Nanika. I'll protect you. We'll always be together. Don't listen to other people's wishes or anything anymore. I'll always pat you and tell you you're a good girl. So one more time, please come out for me. I. Then they both cry. It's like, Nanika, could you possibly forgive this failure of a brother? It's like, I, I like you, Killua. Unbreakable bond. Strong. Subone. Lookout order on Killua has been cancelled. Please let him hear that from you. Yes, sir. So I guess it's the father and he's bored with this development. He's like, eh, so they're, well, I think he they're siblings. There's really not much danger now because Killua has complete control over, over her and he knows that he doesn't need anything else, basically, right? Until someone kills right. him. Yep. But anyway, next next issue on the other side of the fight that has ended, the people left behind are... The ants. Ellipses. <laughs> no, I think we have to stop throwing this the ants thing out there because, like, that's clearly not coming anytime soon. He kept them alive for a reason. That's ridiculous. Like, I don't even know. It's going to very much be endgame because Paraston is like, if you bore me, I'm going to Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know anymore. I was so disappointed by this chapter. I was like, uh. Yeah, it's like, and other people are like, oh, it was so cute. And I'm like, really? I'm like, do I. This is like the. Im- okay. As opposed to the last chapter, which had an emotional conclusion. The last arc, yes. I'm sorry. That had an emotional conclusion. That made me feel something. This one was completely anticlimactic. And of course, yeah. I'm, I'm biased against Killua, I guess, to some degree, because he's a jerk. Um, I do enjoy that we got to see what his character is like without his brother's control, which is a wuss. Um, but he really loves his younger sibling and the younger sibling that's inside of that one, I guess seems like he does yeah and he was trying to protect one by muting the other and he realizes now that they're both one person theoretically two people one body you can't hurt one and not hurt the other at the same time so they reconcile um silva is like you know, whatever you're not even my son so i don't care <laughs> i <laughs> I, I agree with you on that whole entire aspect of, like, we had chaos and turmoil even to the very end as far as drama goes to in the other, uh, in the last arc with with that whole entire thing. Is Zuboni crying in that last panel? Yes. I think, I'm, I'm not sure. sure. She's crying or she's Does just that look, It looks like what she's crying, it, though, so I don't well, fucking know. She would have, if, it, if those were just wrinkles, there would be more of them. Yeah, I don't. She has a lot by her mouth, though. She clearly has yes. close feet. Yeah. But I can't remember like why. I guess they're too. It looks I, like it, I, but I don't know. Because she's not that far. Point. She can hear them talking. Yeah. Back to the point I was going to make is like he just had like it felt like everybody had their cake and ate it too. Like, yeah, there was all this buildup and all this like. You mean it in this yeah. arc? Yeah, it, it doesn't feel like it went anywhere. They just like spent all this time basically spying on these two kids to see 
what the extent of the power was because obviously at some point Silva decided I doubt it was the wife because she seemed content to just experiment on people using um, Nanika but Silva decided hey let's lock this kid up because we don't know the full extent of um, his and her power and we're not going to find out anytime soon um, because we're basically operating blind and our dick children who know don't want to tell us anything and by letting Killua go with Alaka, even though they didn't seem to want to, and using Subone to spy, they've now found out the full extent of how the power can be controlled. And I think um, in the future, they're probably going to rein Illumi in or send him off to do something else so he doesn't screw around with Killua so much. Yeah. Um, obviously, they're, they're still grooming him to be head of the family, and it seems like Illumi and his ambition is going to get in the way. Yeah, definitely. I mean, at some point, that's going to come into play. Plus, isn't he technically going to be hunted down by the hunters or to taken away, taken away that. their thing? But that's, I mean, that's another aspect that it just kind of seems like if that's done, like, what was it even brought up then? Like, a lot of the stuff in this arc seems I mean, like, probably... okay, there was a lot of stuff that were, like, setting up plot points, eventual confrontations. And, like, cool things to happen, and then all of a sudden it's like... Did they ever know who it was? Because he's... I mean, they said it Yeah, yeah, freaking Killua gave him out. Killua completely ratted him out. Such a bastard little... He did that because of that whole entire thing of having protection. Yeah, yeah, he needed protection at the time. Even though he kind of totally told him to go home already. But, yeah. Like, oh... Yeah, I mean, seriously, you could have... A long time um, ago. ...teleported everywhere. Yeah, you were like... You could have sent everyone who'd been like, Hasoka, go home. Would, everyone. Like, just everybody after them, go it home. It would have taken, like, three days for them to follow you again. So you could have already been done healing Actually, gone. that would be funny if he was like, Hasoka, go home. And then it just goes to the Zoltic residence. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be pretty funny if he's like, Hasoka, go home. And then Hasoka teleports and then reappears behind him. It's like, yeah. he rubs his shoulders. He's like, I am home. <laughs> yeah. But, like, everyone that's been in opposition to Killua in this arc has just basically been like, oh, okay, I see. That's how it's going to work? All right, cool. Well, I'll see you next arc, I guess. Because all of it's been resolved in a really easy way. I'm sure there'll be repercussions mm-hmm. later. But Gon's been healed with no repercussions. Um, Hisoka killed a bunch of people, then left. Illumi obviously got teleported away. He's probably going to be restrained by his family. Uh, disciplined by his family probably to some degree as well um the election was resolved extremely anticlimactically like they went through all of that and Parastan's like well that was fun you do it Cheadle and he leaves and Jin and Gon meet each other and Jin quickly pushes him out of the door and it's like okay we'll meet again some other time like sure flies away so this this arc has been, I guess, a setup arc for stuff we don't know about yet. But for right now, it's kind of meh. I feel like this is just, like, not filler, but, like, just stuff to justify getting Gon back into good shape. Yeah, it, I guess it felt like uh, one of the situations where you write yourself into mm-hmm. a corner and it's like, oh, God, what do I do? to write myself back out. Oh, here's this character that I alluded to, but never used. So let me just make them all powerful. Mm-hmm. 
and then make a fight for who gets to use all of the power, then show that Killua had all of the cards all along and was just jerking people around. And now Gon's healed. And are we gonna... Like, why did Killua not want Gon to know that it was him if there are literally no repercussions? I'm wondering if, like, he does... Like, he is, um... Give... Like, kind of giving Gon the silent treatment. Like, no, I don't. Don't even tell him it was me. Like, he needs to come to me like himself being, and apologize. Like, yes, being petty in in exchange for being. I mean, yeah, they I'm are like kids. they are kids. It's possible. So, which we often yeah. forget. So, no. Any predictions for who we're gonna see next chapter? It says on the other side of the fights, the people left behind. Um, are we talking the Zoldics? I don't I'm know. I'm not sure if we're even um, going to get that this chapter. I feel like it's just going to be all the loose ends from the election. Like it's just going to be like, you know, Cheadle's going to be like, I choose this person as my vice president. I hope to hell she chooses Gone. Yeah. I mean, Jin, not Gone. Gone would be useless. Jin. Yeah, it's like Jin, and then maybe um, if if that was Was take, if that would take, um, like giving Jin or um, uh, Mouse. Which mouse. guy are you trying to say? Paristone. Oh, Paristone. If giving them a position would um make them not eligible to be. Zodiacs, then maybe perhaps she'll fill positions. Well, that might be cool. The thing is, she doesn't even she doesn't even have to like yeah, but she loves she loves um uh the old chairman's you know his ways of doing things. I feel like she would try to keep that tradition. I mean, she could fill out the zodiacs with different people, which would would probably Mm -hmm. piss them off. The originals, but like. It seems like Pariston, he really has no desire to be a part of the Hunter organization, it almost mm-hmm. feels like. And Jin is needed to help her kind of guess what Pariston is up to, because it's clear she doesn't mm-hmm. understand him at all. Jin and the former chairman seem to be the only people that were capable of understanding yeah. him. So I, I figure she would appoint Jin, her vice president, just to piss him off. And make sure he can't run away. Either that or... Um, I feel like there's also a chance we might not get that. And she's just going to go with like a safe, lame choice yeah. like Ox. Uh, but I would like put him... Um, what's with the guy? What Terradin was trying to do? Where he made this dude like the captain of all... He made M. Bison like the mm-hmm. captain of his forces. And I feel like that would be a place to put Mizai's thumb. It's like he seems like he's good at at fighting and whatnot, and he's like, I want to make all of my students double hunters so I could be a triple hunter and all that stuff. So, maybe that would be a good position for him? Because he seems like they're good enough friends that they would work together. They're close enough to the same page. Yeah. The other people, I probably would not, definitely would not keep them around. I mean, I don't know much about the snake, the snake chick or the bird chick I'm thinking about. Both of them? Either, yeah, I guess. They didn't really do much. Um, Bunny seems, like, entertaining if you Maybe have, she's a PR. like, events to MC. Yeah. So, like, have her as the cute She could be the, the like, speaker of the hunters. 
or whatever. The dragon dude, I wouldn't keep him around just because old dudes are shifty. Yeah. Like I've learned that they're gonna want to do, or at least maybe keep him as an like. advisor. I feel like she might do that. I wonder if she would take on some of the people that were lower ranked in mm. the elections, like your biscuits, uh... the some of the people that were sort of on Pariston's side. Just also so you could have an insight into the way yeah. they work. But even, like, they might let something slip about his plans. Which would be good to have a sort of heads up mm -hmm. on everything. But it's clear she needs somebody that keeps up with all of the latest gossip. Yeah. Like Jin, to help out. Because she is too, she's got uh, too much book smarts and not enough street smarts. Or fighting yeah, ability. That too. Which I assume Jin has. Not that mm -hmm. he would help. He'd probably be like, well, you got yourself into oh, this good mess. good luck. <laughs> um, try not to kill her too much. Because like, if she dies, then I have to be the president, and yeah. I don't really want that. It's like, well, you guys have fun. And then he puts on his space helmet and launches into space. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the title of the chapter changes to Jin's Magnificent Space Adventures. Yes, Volume he just two. launches into space, and he's like, space time! <laughs> and the whole planet shouts space time simultaneously, but they have no yes. idea why. It's like, what just happened? I don't, I don't know. know. It was like, like a force came into all of us at once and just shouted something and then went on with our lives. Yeah. And then, you know, that that's the point where we, we realized Tagashi, he's, he's, he's done. <laughs> Yeah, he's pretty much just writing what he sees on yeah. TV at this point. And hoping nobody <laughs> notices. I mean, I I'm hoping, like, all of the things that we were disappointed in with this arc um, come to fruition in the next one, whatever that's going to be. We know that Gon and Killua have to resolve their tiff. Yep. That they're having... Um, we don't know if Killua is going to make Gon look for him. Or he's just gonna show mm -hmm. up because for right now he's still in the same place that they left him in. I assume he's gonna leave at some yeah. point. That's not the greatest place to live. Um, he's a decent amount of money, but Gon and the others are going to see Kaito yep. to apologize. So we'll see how that goes. If Kaito even yeah. recognizes per him, perhaps um, in the future for Gon and Killua, there's like a a crying bro fight in the rain. Or maybe they just, like, they don't say anything, because, you know, um, Jump has that men mm. don't need words. Well, yeah, they, um, because so, they use their fists. Yeah, or they just, like, walk up to each other, stare at each other, then bro fist, and then everything mm -hmm. is back to normal. It's like you said everything with that one fist, man. Like, sweet. So you know how a fight between them is going to end. Mm -hmm. They're going to knock each other out and be stubborn like, and shit. <laughs> it's just, um, yeah, dude, I understand. And he's like, and he's like, wait, you want to do what to my mom? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be like passed out in the grass and they're both going to be crying. And one's going to be like, don't say anything gone. Like, yeah, Killua, I completely understand. Whoa. I love you too, man. Whoa, whoa, like, whoa. whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is like, oh, nigga, you gay. <laughs> it's like, we're friends, but no, dude, you better say pause. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so 
Thank you for listening to episode 23 of the Unofficial Hunter Hunter podcast. Totally sorry about spoiling everyone. I didn't remember we were still in the manga yes, recap segment. I don't know how that happened. But um, join us again next week when we will cover whatever's out. Which I assume is not the anime because it seems like that's going to take a week off. So chapter 337, I guess, and the remaining four chapters in volume 10. Sounds good. Which is... Stupid book. Open up. Chapters 90 to 93. Where we'll get to see our friends tail the spiders and see how that works out. Alrighty. Bye. No, damn you. Oh, it was over here on this window. (laughs)